Yo, yo, what is good, Anchor Nation, Anchor World? Uncle Mike here, back with another episode of my journey. Hope everybody's doing well. Happy Friday. It is March 27, 2020. Doing my daily walk. At least trying to get a mile in. I think I'm going to get a mile, a little over a mile. Uh, Hope all is well. Hope everybody's out there safe. Quarantined. Did a really long podcast, almost two hours, I believe, with uh, Jimbo Jones last night. Uh, If you guys give him a follow, Jimbo Jones uh, on Anchor.fm, give him a follow. We definitely jumped on uh, various topics, but majority of it was on the coronavirus, quarantine, politics, and it was... uh, it was a good discussion. It was fun. Um, we definitely didn't get to cover everything and uh, uh, was kind of hoping we could, but we literally ran a little bit over two hours on that podcast. So um, uh, it, it's kind of long, but it's funny and it's interesting and, uh, you know, kind of uh, insightful and stuff. You know, tossing around conspiracy theories and things like that. So it was, uh, no, it was good. It was good. But um, today um, um, I want to talk about, I wanted to jump back into the whole um, routine of getting episodes out and talking about various topics that I care about. And um, after yesterday's episode where I was kind of rummaging through my notes and rummaging through my old recordings, I noticed they were really well thought out and well developed um, uh, in my early episodes. And as time progressed, I got actually more uh, loose with it, more ag more loosey-goosey with uh, my episodes which is fine, uh, but I wanted to get back to a kind of a more structured uh, program. And uh, so I'm kind of getting back on that tip and uh, wanting to, you know, just get better at my podcasting skills, which is why I'm doing this. And on top of I get to put in my daily walk while I do this. So, um, you know, killing two birds with one stone, you know, remaining productive, doing all these things that I need to do to become a better person, better than who I was yesterday. So without further ado, um, today I wanted to talk about the, uh, I wanted to talk about the difference between alpha and beta. Now, for a lot of you guys who are listening, I'm sure you hear this term thrown around, thrown around a lot. Or if you haven't, let me try to explain. Um, so when you have 
a pack of wolves or maybe, you know, a pack of dogs. Usually there's uh, the head honcho, the head, the leader, the leader of the pack. And the leader of the pack, he or she is named Alpha. The beta is pretty much everybody else that follows the Alpha, follows the leader. Uh, there's also other terms for Alpha and Beta, uh, which is, you know, it, for, 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 for fraternities or, or for scientific uh, terms, scientific uh, uses. But for all intents and purposes, <coughs> excuse me, we are going to use this uh, Alpha versus Beta uh, uh, in, in, a, in a societal uh, more of a societal terminology, uh, if that makes sense. Um, and that is really uh, the, the simple, simplified meaning, is like alpha is kind of like the leader and the beta is the follower. But if you really deep di dive deep into these two terms, you know, when you're alpha, like if we dive into the characteristics of an alpha, it's uh, it's leadership, it's confidence, it's marching to the beat of your own drum, it's uh, not not really caring for what other people think of you. That's a real, that's a really important, that's a really important characteristics is not caring what people thinks of you. Uh, also, I mean, a leader, which is, you know, willing to, willing to uh, kind of step up to the plate and uh, not back down from any challenge. So this is what an alpha is, and uh, you know this is something that I've, you know, uh, in my lifetime I've kind of been striving to um, aspire to. You know, um, I didn't understand this term alpha beta until I want to say until I was 35 or. 34, 34, 35, I was, you know, right at the cusp, I mean, you know, and I'm, I consider myself a late bloomer, so right around 34, 35 is when I learned of these terms, and I realized my whole life I was beta. Now, let me explain what beta is. Beta is... Uh, ha uh, not happy-go-lucky, but very easygoing, goes with the flow, never wants to disrupt, uh, never want to disrupt the flow, whereas Alpha is all about disruption, all about changing course, doing things uh, different. So, and, and again, a beta, uh, this is why they kind of explain it in scientific terms, is beta is, is very uh, low-key, doesn't disrupt, 
uh, goes with the flow. Uh, characteristics are uh, are these are some of the characteristics. Uh, also, character uh, 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 main characteristics of uh, beta is uh, people pleaser. Um, willing to bend over backwards for, you know, for approval, for people's approval. Um, also, uh, let's see. Also very uh, timid and afraid to get out of uh, my comfort zone, you know, like I, for the longest time, my comfort zone was my haven, and I really did not want to escape or leave that. So I think that uh, was a real, I, I mean, that, that's like real talk. I want to say from the, I was like, from 26 on to, from 26 on to 34, I want to say that was, a, that's a good eight years. No, you know what, let me take that back. From 24, I, I want to say a good 10 years that I've been stuck in that mode of being uh, beta male and uh, you know again not not wanting to disrupt the flow being docile being very agreeable um, timid very very shy uh, approaching girls which was funny because growing up in in junior high and high school that was never a problem I actually had a lot of confidence in myself in, in approaching women, uh, approaching girls and, and making friends. And so I was very, very social, very, very friendly. So it is kind of surprising that uh, as, I as I got into my mid-20s to early 30s, I was very, very timid, very agreeable. And I think it had a lot to do with um, just being a product of, of environment. I, um, I, after high school, going to college and, and barely scraping by and not being very, very, not being very, uh, not feeling very accomplished uh, during my college years, uh, you know, like struggling in classes, having senioritis. Uh, you know, that kind of, you know, made me feel like, oh, oh, not only that, like, you know, it, that, that certainly, you know, that certainly uh, took a hit on my ego. And uh, not only that, um, my mom, uh, my parents were both very, very condescending to me. Uh, you know, like, I don't hate them. I don't resent them anymore. Uh, I know they that's how they raised me and that's how they raised their kids is just being condescending and 
and being, uh, you know, uh, critical of, of the decisions that I made, you know, wanting to be a teacher and, and, and them thinking, like, I'm not smart enough to be a teacher and, you know, trying to steer me towards a different direction uh, in life and, and me being kind of agreeable and, and kind of be like, okay, okay, you know, I guess, you know. Not, ha not really standing up for myself really caused my behavior to really go beta. And it really, really showed in the, in the department of, uh, uh, in the, you know, relationship department with, with women and other girls as I got older. After I broke up with my ex-girlfriend of five years, uh, it was really, really difficult for me to talk to, uh, make new girlfriends. I didn't make, I didn't meet any new girls for a long, long time. Dry spell. Do you want to talk about 10 years? I mean, 10 year dry spell. So, you know, I've been through it all. And, but being in that whole beta mindset, that really, really affected me. And... What I'm trying to say, I know I'm in a, you know, I'm going off a tangent and, and talking about my, my life, which you guys already know too much about already. But a lot of us still have this beta mindset. We still are timid. We still don't want to disrupt the flow we don't want to disrupt the harmony of uh of our friends of our groups uh we want to keep the peace because we're afraid of confrontation and all these things but i gotta tell you we all need to get out of that funk and be alpha for once cause disruption make moves that are out of your comfort zone and that's what i've been trying to do ever since i realized this five years ago which is if you're really comfortable and you're really uh kind of like content with everything you're you're not growing you are not um you are not growing as a person you're not becoming better and i highly encourage everybody to Always stay in the stay out of the comfort zone. I mean, I'm not trying to say, um, you know, the comfort zone is bad. I think it's a great place to retreat to. But don't make it a habit of always trying to do that. Don't make it a habit of always uh, eating junk food. Don't make it a habit of always jerking off. Don't make it a habit of always uh, watching movies when you're home, smoking weed, doing drugs. You got to challenge yourself to be uncomfortable. You got to really bask in uncomfortability. You need to be, if, if someone hurts your feelings, don't drown yourself in alcohol. Bask in that moment of sorrow and really feel the pain that you're going through. S stick with that pain. And if you have to cry, then cry. And soon that pain will dissolve and dissipate and you won't feel it anymore. But at least you 
give it a chance to really feel that pain rather than lighting up a joint rather than you know downing a bottle half a bottle of uh you know jameson you, you you just stick in that pain and you you dwell in there and you feel it and it will pass this is what it means to be alpha to face your fears to not give a crap about what people are saying doing what you love to do anyways just because you're really curious about it and wanting to give it a try and not like listen to what people tell you or what you should and shouldn't do because at the end of the day these people they don't want you to get out of pocket they don't want you to color out they want you to stay within the lines they want you to stay within the coloring lines I say forget that, you know, like there's times, place and time for all of that, but you know, if you're feeling a certain way and you want to do it, give it a try. Uh, only tidbit, only tidbit I can say is about that is don't quit your day job. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you got to be responsible. You can always explore new things and try new things, but you know. Don't go all in when you don't know anything about it. So, you know, study up on it and uh, learn more about it, research it. And when you feel you're ready to, you know, take that dive, then do it. You know, like I don't, I'm not telling you to jump right in. You, you want to put your, you know, dip your toe in the water before you jump in. So that's something that I encourage everybody to do. This is the way to be more alpha. You know, I'm not saying beta's bad. Um, for me, I still bait, fall into the beta mindset, you know, and, and that's okay. Because uh, as a, I, I, feel like, I feel like if someone can, can be a good leader, I could be a good soldier. I could be a good follower and follow directions. But sometimes when you feel or you think... You believe that you do know you do know something and you do have input stand up and say it put get your input in there at least at the very least like you you want to put your input for your leader to understand uh, that he doesn't just have a yes man behind him or her he has someone that has value and can add to add to uh, his or her life uh, or as add, add to his or her plan and I think that's just as important is to have these people around you as a leader, to have people around you who are also alphas, who are also like, wait a minute, you know, uh, normally I, I agree with you, but, you know, in my experience, in this situation, you might want to do go, you know, hit it from another angle. And that's what it means to have good people around you, smart people around you, you know, alphas in their own right you can't you know like a, a good team is a good team is when when someone looks at you and they can't tell who's the alpha everybody looks like an alpha but they're a, one big posse so i totally feel that you know 
all of us out there who are uh, who are not comfortable doing certain things, I would say, uh, but they're curious about it, go and give it a try. Never hurts to try. And for me, I definitely am doing my best to try anything that's new, anything that's different, just to say I did it and I tried it and I have some experience in it. You know, if not to be alpha, just to be more well-versed in the world, more cultured, more understanding, more empathetic, and be more understanding of my surroundings and just being aware of everything that's around me. Because life is too short to be living in your little bubble. You know, to be staying in your little bubble is to be beta all the time. And I can't, I can't jive with that. And this is why I, I'm sharing this. I, I honestly feel, you know, we need to have a balance in life and uh, we can't just be beta forever. And I, just, uh, and vice versa, you can't be alpha forever because you, because you don't know everything. You can't explain everything in the whole world. You know, you can only know what you know and you could do, be good at what you're good at. Shit you don't know, don't act like you know. Because that, then you're not, you're not alpha anymore. You're a beta trying to be alpha. That's like a fake alpha mindset. That's a, that's, you know, and people could tell, people could tell the minute you're full of shit, but you acting like you know something. You a beta's trying to be alpha. When you're cocky for no reason, or you take credit for some bullshit, you take care of this for some shit that you didn't do. It, I mean, you, you see it, you see it with, uh, you see it with Donald Trump. I mean, I don't know a lot of people out there who's listening as, is a fan of Donald Trump or not, but I could tell when he's full of shit and he's saying like, oh, some people say I should be a doctor for how much I know about the coronavirus. It's like, <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You know, you, you, you're full of stuff. You're full of crap right now, you know, and you're a beta trying to be alpha, you know? You, you, you know, when you say you rate yourself 10 out of 10 uh, for handling uh, the coronavirus when we're at a rate that's higher than China, we're leading, we're leading the, we're setting the pace of uh, most people infected, and you rate yourself 10 out of 10, you know, you a beta acting alpha, you know, you're not being honest, you're not, you're not being honest with yourself, and you're not being honest with the public. You know, you're not, you're not being honest with anything. And we could see right through it. And, and you know, the true offers, they could tell. So, this is what I'm talking about. And I hope you guys have a better understanding of what alpha and beta means. Uh, be on the lookout. I'm going to share some, uh, I'm going to share a clip here next about, uh, you know, what it means to be alpha. Uh... It's also like a dating tip for everybody out there right now going through this quarantine. Of course, we can't like just go and meet people. Uh, currently, it's really bad out here in California, in Northern California. Uh, in my part of uh, town, we just found uh, out of 200 people tested, there's 54 people tested positive for the coronavirus. And um, that's scary. That's pretty scary. So 
uh, I highly recommend everybody don't, you know, keep that social distancing and don't, you know, just, you know, rub up on anybody you don't know because you don't know where they've been. You don't know who they touched. Uh, so it's like, you know, they could have it and not show symptoms. But uh, this dating tip here is still encouraging people to go out and, and try to hang out with people just at a six feet distance. And, um, you know, that's probably the most uncomfortable way to talk to, somebody, talk to somebody. But, you know, you gotta try it. I mean, that's the alpha mentality is to like give it a try, not give a fuck. And, uh, you know, you might feel weird. You might look, feel like an idiot, but you know what? At least you did it, which is more than what others can say. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this little uh, rant of mine. Not so much a rant. It's this episode. I think it's an interesting episode. Uh, had a lot of uh, tidbits in here to share. I hope uh, you guys can well, take it with a grain of salt. I'm not no professional, but this stuff I've been very passionate about and I've been learning about it for five years now. And I wanted to share with what I know. I want to share my knowledge. Um, I want to share my opinion, you know? Uh, nothing wrong with that. Everybody wants to share their opinion. And I think it's healthy that we do. Uh, you know, it's better than having it all pimped up and, and not applying any of the stuff that I learned so you know a lot of these things I've learned too like getting uncomfortable going out there and just talking to women on the fly and not having to worry about what they think of me you know and and I think when when that time hits when when they get that vibe from you that you don't care what what she thinks of of me that's when they start liking me it, it really is. It really is. Like when you when you don't care and you're very nonchalant and that kind of gets their curiosity up. If you start showing your interest and you start like really caring what they think, then that's when they don't care. So something to think about. It's very uh, counterintuitive, but it works. It, it's how nature works. It's when you don't care that they care. And when you do care, they don't care. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, be on the lookout. I'm going to post a little clip here uh, on my next uh, next segment. Um, yeah, and I'll talk to you guys again soon. All right, peace. So one of the things I tell people when you're in self-quarantine, you know, if you're alone, instead of watching the Netflix, start meditating, start doing the Wim Hof breathing technique to work on the anxiety, work on your anxiety that was probably there before. Second thing you need to do, which is super, super important, is to be honest with yourself. People, come on, be honest. Were you really doing the things that you thought you were doing? Were you really talking about the things that you wanted to do? Because talk was replacing action. And that's what a lot of people have done. If Nike had an ad for the majority of American males in the US and all over the world, their ad would be just think it. We a bunch of guys sitting around mentally masturbating, staring at a girl going, 
I don't know what to do. I don't know what the right thing to say is. I'm not quite sure. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the right. It's like a bunch of monkeys. And in reality, I, I've got a simple phrase, and this is something I'll give to everybody. It's called "see it, say it, listen." You see what they're doing. You make a comment on it, and then you listen to their response, and then you have a conversation. See it, say it, listen. That's how I really live my life. So when you're in this lockdown mode, it's time to take inventory. Look in the mirror and ask yourself: Are you really missing the people that you were missing in your last life, or you're really just missing the idea that you actually have the freedom to miss the things that you aren't really doing in the first place? And then when the freedom comes again, actually do it. Set up an action plan. Listen to all the programs that you've downloaded. Download a few more programs. Actually write out action steps. And here on my lock screen is: I'd rather be well done than well said. Tom Brady quote. When he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week, I'd rather be well done than well said. Too many people are well said. So look at the inventory and ask yourself: Are you bullshitting yourself? Because when we come out of this, and you know we will eventually come out of it, just like we came out of 9/11, just like we came out of other things, right? When we come out of something, our memory tends to forget where we were, and we go back to being who we were. So one of the things is to write the future version of yourself. Right now you're cooped up. Write a future version of who you are, what you want to be, and where you want to go. That's a really good step. But man, self honesty is so important right now. And don't give up on coaching. You know, I'm sure you know people are like, "Hey, I'm going to coach with you when things get better." No, this is the time to really coach. This is the time to dig into the psyche and the excuses that are holding you back and the childhood blocks. I mean, and we all got them. And this is a great time to explore. So. That's some advice. I could keep going, but man, I know you've got some stuff to add. No, I mean, I think that's great. I think right now is is the time to reflect on ourselves, you know. And I also, I, I kind of, I kind of like how you call people out on their bullshit there, you know, because I think too that there are some people out there who are thinking, oh, you know, I really was going to do it this time, but really they probably were going to be stuck at home and not taking action. You know, and so yeah, I just like that this is a time to really reflect, and 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 here's what I, here's what I don't want. I don't want people to plan too much, okay? Because this is what we all do. This is like the um, the the New Year's resolution plan. They go, okay, New Year's New Year's is coming up. It's full oh, the way, and then they prep and they prep and they go, I'm going to do this, 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 and they pack like this. Uh, this list full of goals and things that are just completely—it's too much. And then January first comes along, and they blow it all, and it doesn't work out, right? They didn't right. plan properly, and they overplanned. I feel like that this is a potential mistake now. Is okay, okay, okay. I'm going to plan and do all these things, and because the quarantine's going to be up, and and social distancing will eventually be over, and once that's over, boom, and I'm going to plan and do all these things. That's, I think, to me, the planning, and there's some planning that is okay to do. That's fine, but over planning is being well said, not well done, right? So I like what you're saying. What are the actual action steps we can do today? Yes, we can't go up and talk to girls today, but what can we do? We yes, can we can.、Online. No, no, no. Yes, we can. What do, what do you got for us? Are you kidding me? This doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop. I mean, I am like. Well, how are you going to talk to girls at the it, grocery store? Six feet away. That's how most of these guys are anyway. <laughs> I've coached boot camps for 25 years, and most guys need a megaphone to be heard anyway because they're always six feet away. I'm always conversation to me is an arm length away, right? With most of these guys, they've already practiced six feet away. I'm telling you, 
trip. The, 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 the social distancing has been perfected by human beings. This is not a new thing. So you say open, open anyways, six oh, feet away. Absolutely open anyways. I mean, this is how they are anyway. I love it. You guys have been practicing social distancing your whole life. You were given permission because this fucking dumbass device called the iTard, okay, which is the narcissistic phone. It's the iPhone. It's my phone. Oh, it's my phone. You've been living in this phone and living in this virtual world. Oh, I'm going now. Living in this virtual world for so long, you're all just BSing yourself. So now's a great time. In fear, it's a great time to get over fear because you recognize them. So I'll go to the market and I'll see somebody, right? And they'll say, sorry. And I'll be like, wow, it took the coronavirus for us to talk to one another. Isn't that funny? And we'll get into this great conversation where somebody's looking and there's nothing to eat. And, and, and like, you can see them scanning, right? And I go, I'll flip you for that can of sardines because I know you don't want it and I know I don't want it. There's a million things. You can have great six feet away conversations because everybody is thinking the same thing and that's what bonding is. You can go on a walk or I'll go on a hike. Everybody was friendly on the hike. People would look at me and go, hey, how you doing? How you holding up? What's going on? Well, great six feet away conversations. You guys are perfect at that because your body language sucks ass and you've been six feet away from people the entire time anyway. It's the number one thing when I coach somebody is get closer, she won't bite. So now you actually can because you all have something and this is a great thing for you guys to practice, see it, say it. Because you realize you don't need to talk to women like they're aliens, you just need to bond over a common thing that's going on. You all have this common thing going on. It's called fear, it's called panic, it's called isolation, it's called fighting for toilet paper. I've used the toilet paper routine so many times. Everybody, I go to the store and there's no toilet paper and I look and I'll, you know, and I'll be like, oh, you know, once again, now I know why Americans need toilet paper because they're not buying the fresh food because I can go pick up salmon and, and, and spinach and everything else. They're fighting over chips. So, of course, they need toilet paper because they're all just going to have diarrhea 24-7 and they need 100 rolls of toilet paper in their house to, mess, to clean up the mess that the chips are, are, are going to give their stomach. You know, and I mean, I literally have said that and I've had people laugh and crack up and we start laughing, go, yeah, people don't understand. And then we get in a conversation about your immune system. If you eat all this crap, your immune system will go lower. So it's like people don't even get that and even understand it. And like these are conversations that were random conversations had. So you don't need to wait. Waiting is what you've done your whole life. That's all you've done is wait. You've mentally masturbated your life away. So now go out. Practice social distancing and go and talk to people. People are way more friendly than you appear because they're also going cuckoo in their house. Yeah. They're nuts. There's a limit to how much the cats or the dogs or the fish or the lizards or the walls can talk back to them. You may not be able to go out with them on a date right now, but you can say, hey, I think you're awesome. Why don't we, you know, it's like, it'd be great to just, why don't we just like, you know, connect and just text each other. That way we're both sitting at home staring at the walls, you know, we can just have a conversation.